Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Human Podcast. I'm Coach K, expert teacher turned master coach, and I'm changing the game in the health and fitness world. This podcast is where you learn real strategies to make your health support your life, not stifle it. This means that we dive deeper into the thoughts that create the actions and results that you want. No more battling your brain or your body, just the right steps and all the progress. Every episode has an actionable takeaway to make health fit you. So hit subscribe and I'll meet you here every Tuesday. Let's get after it. Welcome to episode 17 of the Whole Human Podcast. Today, we're talking about something that I think is so important for us in our life. And honestly, I have built the whole entire Whole Human business on this idea. And this is the idea of building habits to create consistency in our life so that we can reach our goals. I know spring, if you are listening to this live time, spring is a time where so many of you are kicking off goals, specifically health goals, to feel good and confident by summer. So this episode is going to be super important for you. Listen up, take some notes. But before we get started, speaking of spring in Portland, the Pacific Northwest this year, Ah, we haven't even gotten false spring yet. So many of us are waiting for some sunshine. So if you have sunshine where you are, while you are listening to this, please send us some. Okay, let's get after it. As a teacher, I started focusing on this idea of building healthy habits or just habits in general when I was a teacher. So I would say that my entire career, this is what I have been doing. When I was teaching, it was about building these habits that would make children be reflective and productive both in their lives and in the lives of others. And now that's something that I have been able to transfer and do with adults. And what is very specific is I've taken an idea of kind of the, in teaching, it's called the gradual release of responsibility in how you teach a strategy or teach a skill to someone and gradually teach them how to do it on their own. And I have taken that idea and built something to help adults create habits and build habits in a way that is not overwhelming. And this is what I call my nudge system or my next nudge system. It's that gradual gain of your habits over time so that you don't go from nothing to everything and get burnt out and exhausted and frustrated, you know? So you don't go from taking 3,000 steps a day to 10,000 steps a day, which you can do for five days, but after that, it's exhausting and it doesn't quite fit in your life. And so if you wanna learn more about that, I know I mention it all the time, but that's because it is a pivotal piece of creating success, but episode five is all about that. Um, But this is exactly why we wanna have habits, so that reaching our goal isn't overwhelming and creating those healthy habits is what helps us do that. The problem is creating the habit is usually the piece that becomes overwhelming. So what does it take to build healthy habits without it taking over your life and being something that you hate? I'm giving you the formula today. So let's get after it. The very first thing that we need is awareness. Awareness is actually really difficult. I found in coaching people for years, adults for years, that we lack awareness around two main things. One, awareness around what our actual goal and desire is, and then awareness around what we actually do. I say this all the time, humans are the worst self-reporters. We really, really are. We think we do so many things that we don't actually do. And so data is really helpful there. So when we think about awareness around our goal and or our desire, 
what I find is a couple of different things. One, a lot of people have a goal or desire that they think they should have that they don't actually desire. And I have that awareness of that because that was and can still sometimes be me. We are doing what we think we should, but even if it's not what we actually want. At the beginning of this year, I wrote an Instagram post where I had started a fat loss phase. I started a fat loss phase because I thought I should, because I wanted to show a lot of my clients are going through a fat loss phase. And I thought, oh, well, I should be modeling what they were doing, right? And I didn't actually want to do one. I love my body. I don't need to change my body in any way to feel consistent or to fit it, or not to feel consistent, but to feel confident. And so I was going into that fat loss phase for the wrong reasons. And doing it because I should does not give me very much motivation. It's not a very strong why at all. And and really, I mean, you could go back and read the post, but what I realized and what I wrote about is that I am what my client's goal is. I am showing them what life is like when they don't have to be in a fat loss phase anymore in order to feel confidence, right? That is the main goal. So when we think about that, one of the things that a lot of people do is they are doing what they should, not actually what they want. The other thing about awareness around our goal and our desire is that a lot of people get their goals mixed up with progress markers. So when we think about being in a fat loss phase, a lot of people say, oh, my goal is to lose 15 pounds. But weight loss and losing 15 pounds is actually a progress marker of something bigger. Usually that bigger goal is to have better health. Usually that bigger goal is to feel more confident or usually that bigger goal is to have more energy or have physical movement where your body feels good physically moving around. So we need to build awareness around what is our actual goal and what is our actual desire? Because if we're not aligned with our actual goal and our actual desire, we won't be able to build the habits that take us there. And so we have to figure that out and backwards plan and then say, what will get us there? The other thing we have to build an awareness around, like I said earlier, is your patterns. What are you currently doing? How are you actually filling your time? How do you interact with people around you? How do you actually talk to yourself? What are you already doing that is taking you towards this goal and this desire or possibly leading you the opposite direction? Now, when I said that humans are very poor self-reporters, I am so absolutely serious. I've seen this time after time after time after time after time again. Quick example, easy example. People say all the time, oh yeah, I eat vegetables all the time. But what they're really meaning to say is, I go to the grocery store, I buy vegetables. The vegetables sit in my fridge and I eat something else. And at the end of the week when the vegetables are rotted, I throw them away. I've seen so many clients come to me saying, oh yeah, I eat vegetables or, you know, a lot of people like to use the term eat clean. That's not one that I use. It's so subjective and doesn't mean anything at all. But they'd be like, yeah, I eat a lot of vegetables. And then we track their food for two weeks and they ate one serving of vegetables four days out of two weeks. That's not a lot of vegetables, right? Same thing with just like, oh yeah, I don't drink very much. But if you start tracking how much you drink, maybe you do really drink five drinks five days a week. That is an extreme, but just all to show we are poor self-reporters and until we actually can track some data or have some data, we start to see what we're really doing, how we're filling our time, what our habits are. And creating awareness around that is a really important step that so many of us 
miss and not miss for not attempting to, but like I said, we just don't realize because we're poor self-reporters. And that's where having an objective observer like myself is really helpful because I don't have the emotion. I'm not experiencing what you're experiencing. So I can see and say, oh no, no, no. Yeah. You only ate vegetables four total times in the last 12 days. So then what we do is we look and say, now that we know where you're going, and we know what you are doing, we're seeing your actions, we can then take the next step, which is say, we need to edit and enhance our patterns. And this is where building the habits comes into play. What is working? What isn't working? Which habits, which patterns, because your patterns are just the habits of what you're doing every day, are moving you toward your goals and desires, and which ones are moving you in a different direction? Now, I want to be very, very clear. There are no bad habits. There are just habits and patterns that move you places. And we get to choose the ones that we want, the ones that we like, that take us the places we want to go. There is nothing we do that is bad at all. There are just things that we do. So if you are looking to feel more confident, for example, but you're eating foods that only tickle your taste buds and leave you feeling bloated all the time, you aren't going to feel confident because if you've ever felt bloated, it definitely takes away any possible confidence, right? When you feel bloated, you look at yourself and your body just doesn't feel good and your self-image totally deteriorates, right? So being bloated doesn't make us feel that way. It is not bad to eat foods that tickle your taste buds. It is not bad to feel bloated afterwards. It just needs to be, Is you just need to ask yourself, is that aligned with where I want to go? And 80% of the time, we need to be doing habits that will take us where we want to go. So if you are someone who is wanting to have a year of fun food experiences, then tickling your taste buds 80% of the time would take you there. It's not your goal to not be bloated, right? If you are someone who wants to not feel bloated in order to feel more confident, then 80% of the time, you should not be eating foods that make you feel bloated right? It's not good. It's not bad. They just go a different way and our choices have different purposes. And so releasing that negativity over a bad habit or a good habit or a better habit or whatever, no, they're just different directions. Maybe one of your habits is, you know, I love to read to learn. And maybe when you know things, you feel confident, then that's a habit we would want to keep, right? And so feeling confident, whether it's your physical body or not, and that might be your main goal is in your physical body, we can enhance that by feeling confident in other areas of our life. So we would want to keep that habit that makes you feel confident intellectually in our strategies and our habits and our patterns. So when we look at what you are currently doing and weigh how they move us forward towards your goal, some things might be edited out, Some things might be enhanced to move you forward more directly or quicker. Um, And there might be some new things that you need in your life to get you where you want to go. So when we think about editing and enhancing, this is where we're picking the habits that will move us where we want to be. The third step is then we create consistency with those habits habits. And this is probably the hardest part. And this is where that next nudge system comes in that I've talked about from episode five. Again, if you want to go into deeper detail about it, but this is where you start with the basics of the habit and you grow it over time. The cool thing about this is when you build a habit, it becomes a regular tendency and something that you get to do without much thought at all. And this is exactly how we want our health life to feel. 
if we can make something or have something with automaticity, it means that we just do it without having to think, right? For so much of our life, health has felt hard and difficult. And when it starts to feel easy, we start to think we aren't doing anything. We start to feel like we need to make it hard. Like if you were running and, you know, when you very first start running, it feels hard. Eventually running starts to feel easy and you're like, oh, I'm not working as hard or this isn't as good for my body. Or, you know, you start to think and doubt that you're not doing enough. But that's the place where you want to get. That is where it's showing us that you have mastery over that habit, which means you're having mastery over your health. Thinking that we need to make it hard is the opposite thinking that we need to reach our goal. Our goal is not to live a life obsessed with health, but this is a thought error that we have and it's one that we have to correct. This entire process that I just outlined where you get aligned with what you want and where you're going, look and find those habits that will get you there, then use the nudge system to keep you consistent until you reach that goal. This is why I started calling myself actually an alignment and consistency coach. Yes, I'm a life coach, but when you break it down very specifically, we are aligning you with your goal and your desire and the habits that you need and want that move you in that direction and keeping you consistent in that specific breakdown or keeping you consistent to get all the way to where you want to go. That is the specific breakdown of what I do. And so we get to this point, like I said, of where you're like, oh, I, I'm starting to have my habits that I've built once I'm consistent with them and I gradually grow that consistency over time, you get to this point and what my clients often see is they say things like, I don't feel like I have many wins this week because everything that used to be a win is just my life. Or they say, I feel like I'm not doing anything anymore or maybe I feel like I'm not trying. Is this a problem? Um, and sometimes they even question, am I even still working towards my goal? And this is an amazing place to be. This is where they have created those habits without having to obsess over them and think over them and concentrate on them so long that they have created mastery. And this is a place where we can take their habits up a nut, a notch and grow their goals into something bigger and bring more challenges or honestly start pursuing other things. I help my clients reach this place on purpose because I don't want their lives to be an obsession with their health. I want them to be able to have an obsession and mindset focused on living and experiencing things, their friends, their family, adventure, life. This is such an important place to be. So in summary and in review, when we're building healthy habits, it starts with one, first, an awareness around your goal and your desire, and two, an awareness around the patterns and what are you even already doing? The next thing that we have to do after that is we have to edit and enhance those patterns that we're already doing, those habits that we already are. What are you doing that is working? What are you doing that is taking you in a different direction? What could you add in to help you go in the direction you want to go? Then the third step is to create consistency with them. I recommend my next nudge system. So listen to that episode and use that, but gradually build these habits, gradually build the consistency with them so that it's not overwhelming, so that you don't get burned out. And when you get to that place like, whoa, it's all happening. I had a client just tell me this week, what did she say? I loved her metaphor. It was like in basketball, when you are learning and you're growing the skills and you're growing the strategies, this is where you're just in the game and you're playing the game and the skills and strategies are just instinctual. She's like, it becomes very 3D and she goes, I'm just on the court, I'm just playing. And so this is the game of your health life. 
Right now, if you're listening to this in real time, we are starting our spring healthy habit building challenge. It's called the House Cup Challenge, modeled after a little bit of Harry Potter and a lot of fun. But it's a six-week healthy habit building challenge where we create a solid foundation of your habits through that next nudge system that you need physically and mentally to get the results that you want. It is the perfect way to kick off spring and summer. Uh, if you are a Slytherin, we especially need some Slytherins to join the Slytherin house to represent their house uh, to maybe win this year. The Hufflepuffs have gotten it for the last two years running. So this being our third year, we'll see who takes the W. But we're kicking it off with a virtual happy hour on Monday, April 24th and I would love to have you there. If you are not listening in live time, you can still join Whole University. Like I open up this podcast episode, this is what Whole Human is built on, building these habits and this idea of creating the awareness and then editing, enhancing your patterns, and then creating consistency with them is what our foundations and our framework are built upon. So you can join Whole University anytime year round to build the habits that you need to reach your goals. So I hope to see you in Whole University and cannot wait to further help you build your habits and get into doing that work together with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Whole Human Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. I would love for you to head over to my Instagram at it's Kayla Jury and introduce yourself, literally. Please slide into my DMs. Getting to know you, the listener, is what will make these episodes even more special. I can't wait to hear from you.